Well, hello and welcome to the Smells Like Money podcast. Join me, Suzanne Chin-Taylor, the doo-doo diva, as I interview guests who are making an impact on how we manage and operate systems for conveying and treating wastewater. As a veteran of the wastewater, trenchless, and civil infrastructure industry, each week, I'll be bringing you industry know-how from industry pros who know how. Join me each week as I speak with representatives of organizations that are utilizing disruptive or new technologies and methods, and executives who are excited to share how to be successful and sustainable in our vital industry. So whether you want to learn about the latest trends in technology, in treatment or trenchless, gain tips on training and retaining great talent, or simply how to be more efficient, productive, or profitable, this podcast is for you. Ready? Let's dive right in. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Doo Diva Smells Like Money podcast. <laughs> we have the great pleasure of visiting with Brad Davis, who is the president of Eversolve Technologies, the maker of Riot Skate-Up. And I have been wanting, I was telling him before he came on the show today, I have been wanting to bring a SCADA technology provider or maker onto this show for a long, long time, because it is a technology that I really believe that the industry needs to embrace more and take a serious look at. And so, Brad, thank you for, you know, coming onto the show and, you know, sharing your insights with us and maybe giving us a course on SCADA 101. Bright spot of my day. Thank you for having me. All right. So first off, for those who may not know what it stands for, what does SCADA mean? I know it's an acronym. <laughs> sure. It stands for Supervisory Control and Data Acquisition. All right. So it's it's really simple. And, you know, before we get started, because I, I we met at the, Rural Wa- the National Rural Water Show, the Water Pro, and what really caught my eye was the name of your company. Because I thought, okay, riot, you know, that's, <laughs> I'm thinking chaos. And, and then, you know, after talking to you, I realized, wow, SCADA really in its essence makes sense out of chaos, which is what a riot is. But yeah. I want you to share with me how your team came up with the name of this product because, you know, trajectory, I'm just, you know, you can go anywhere with it. But sure. tell us how it yeah. happened. So I wish the story was that fun. It, I, I thought maybe it's a little bit more fun, actually. So I got everybody in the, the company together and said, hey, we've got this great product. It needs a name, right? What are we going to call this thing? Because uh, we had customers that were asking, well, what's this thing called? And you know, like you said, the company's name is Eversol Technologies, but the product is Riot Skata. And so got everybody together and we did a, a mind map. I don't know if you know how those work, but just start yep. kind of writing stuff on board. And I'm a big fan of those. And after about two or three iterations, somebody said, hey, I, Riot's on the board there. I really like Riot. And we all just kind of looked at each other and thought, yeah, Riot sounds really good. And and that's what we went with. And so we decided we needed to turn it into something. And so we said it stood for remotely integrated operational technology, right? Which is kind of the remote monitoring management of all of your on-site assets. But now the way you put it, I, you're a much better marketing person than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Makes perfect sense. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So, um. Many people may not be aware of all it can do and all it can't do. And so Mm. I'd like to kind of maybe dispel some misconceptions or misunderstandings surrounding it of what can SCADA do? Like, what is it really designed to do? And then what should you think it, you know, how do I say, what can't it do? 
you know, mm. like what it's really ideally designed for, because you don't want to have unrealistic expectations of any type of technology should you decide to adopt it, that you need to, you know, go into it knowing what you're going to get from this. Right. So it's a really great question. The first thing that I like to help customers kind of understand is that SCADA is a combination of, it's really a system of hardware components and software components kind of working together, if you will, right? And so one thing that it can do is it can dramatically increase the efficiency of an operation. It can also increase the effectiveness of an operation if done well and you're monitoring the right stages of a process. One thing it really can't do is it can't replace the human being, right? It can't go out and turn a wrench. It, it can't walk the the floor and understand, you know, say, oh, you know, that sounds wrong or whatever the case may be. There's a lot that it can do in terms of remotely monitoring assets, ensuring that they're working, you know, optimum efficiency, and then alerting operators if there's an issue uh, with those assets. But it's really not going to take the job of anybody or anything like that. It's just going to help people be more efficient and, and focus on really what matters most inside of their process, inside of their plant. Well, that makes a great segue into, you know, we know that we are in crisis mode probably all around the world, but especially in this country and in mm. Canada, North America with, you know, labor shortages and, you know, a lot of people retiring out out of wastewater treatment plants and water plants and the folks that are left behind until we solve this, um, this challenge that people are being basically forced. They have to do more with less people, they still have to do the same amount of stuff to run the plant. Mm -hmm. um, they can't make the excuse, oh, well, I can't get to that because I know it, it still needs to operate the same way. So, you know, I, I'm a proponent of, I know this is a late adopter industry with technology. <laughs> you know it and I know it, you know, we're not it gonna mince words, it just is. But we need as an industry to stop being afraid of technology because these human beings are being tasked to do a really, really, it's a vital job. It's a hard job. Mm -hmm. And techno I see technology as a way to help them to do more or at least be able to do the same amount of work with less people and not burn them out. Mm -hmm. And so I'd like, you know, maybe to you to speak on that is that how can SCADA or adopting SCADA even in a few places within a plant, how can that take, like you just said, it's not going to replace the person. They can't turn a wrench, but how is that going to, you know, release the pressure mm -hmm. off of these operators who are at the front lines right now? Man, that's a really, really great question. And I'll also kind of dovetail into that a little bit. It's not only just a great way to, SCADA in general is not really just a great way, only a great way to help you do more with less people. It's also a great way to attract younger talent that's just now coming into the industry, right? So younger talent that's coming in that we desperately need to replace people who are retiring out. I actually just spoke with a customer this morning who's retiring at the end of the year, right? And desperately trying to get their replacements up to speed. That younger talent really is expecting technology like SCADA to assist mm. them in doing these tasks that used to be incredibly labor intensive or, you know, really manual focused. But, you know, a really great example is you know, just monitoring, say, sedimentation in tank levels and, and things along those lines, things that you know, really used to take a an operator that was 
you know, pretty on the ball in terms of knowing, okay, it's, you know, it's been this long since I last checked it. I need to go keep an eye on that. So things don't start backing up and the process keeps going. Uh, whereas SCADA can kind of take some of that monitoring and, you know, just alert that operator when something, you know, when sedimentation levels are getting too high or whatever the case may be, or, you know, turbidity is increasing a little bit. And, you know, it takes a lot of the kind of the, the kind of minor really focus driven tasks kind of out of the equation or the things that you have to keep in, you know, in the back of your head, all those little sticky notes that we all have in the back of our heads. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to have the little sticky note board anymore. We can just let the SCADA system do its job and alert us when it's getting to a, a level that we need to go and actively, you know, do something, clean out a, a filter screen or whatever the case may be, and just let SCADA alarm us on that. Well, in terms of like a wastewater treatment plant, where do you, like if a plant doesn't have anything at all, and, you know, we all know, you know, budgets, there's always budget constraints. If mm -hmm. someone were to think, uh, maybe I should start thinking about or our, our town should really start thinking about implementing this. Mm -hmm. Where are the spots in a plant, in your in your opinion, or maybe in your you know knowledge and experience where starting to add SCADA can make can be a game changer, can make the biggest difference if you have to say, all right, I'd love to have it in 10 places, but. I can only put it in a few. Mm -hmm. Where would those spots be? I would or say how the do you biggest, determine that? Sure. I would say the biggest game changers, especially when we're talking about budget, right? Because we're always talking about budget. Um, I would say the biggest game changers, if, if we're not monitoring the effluent quality, right? Kind of the, the tail end of the process, we really need to be doing that, right? So that we can get some accurate trends and reports uh, on, you know, how is the water as it's coming out. But also when you start looking at the, the chemical dosage, uh, phases, right? If we can really dial those in, we can dramatically reduce the amount of money that we spend on chemical. Uh, that's a that's just kind of a really low hanging fruit that a lot of people don't necessarily think of. Wow, yeah. Kind of, right. Yeah. So uh, I'd say those two are are pretty critical. Uh, also, it, you know, it kind of um, it's another thing that is is low hanging fruit in my opinion. But also just monitoring your your pump health and your just you know, larger equipment health, uh, especially if we can monitor some vibrations on some larger uh, motors and pumps, um, that goes a really 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 long way to be able to kind of predictively uh, look at maintenance and, and things along those lines. So in terms of cost, like if someone were thinking, okay, I, I want to start doing this, mm -hmm. can they do a phased in approach and? What are they looking at, you know, potentially as an investment for something like this? And can it be, does it make sense to phase it in? You don't have to do everything all at once from what I've understood and read is that you can phase this in throughout a plant over a long period of time. So it can be, you know, budgeted. So it's not a big sticker shock. What, yeah, what are they looking at? Absolutely. So, and again, that kind of goes back to SCADA is a combination of hardware and software. software so the first right. thing, right, in order for the software to have something, you know, to be able to give you any kind of good data, we really have to have instrumentation in the plant that can give us data to begin with, right? So okay. if, if a, you know, one of your listeners doesn't have anything at all, really, we should start talking about, you know, let's start shifting from kind of manual gauges to some type of digitized gauge where we can get data off of it, right? Let's collect that data uh, in some type of PLC or you know type of you know control system. And most people will have a, some type of control system, and then we can bring that software in on top of that control system, grab that data, and make make sense of that. Kind of make sense of all of the chaos, like you were talking about. 
But really what I always advise customers and, you know, had one here recently that, you know, kind of wanted to step their toes into the skater world, but kind of quickly, you know, took a look at their plant and talked with their operators and they didn't have anything that could actually give them any kind of meaningful data. Mm. I will say, you know, things that have come to market with respect to IOT and, you know, kind of wireless sensors and things like that have really driven down the price point. Uh, you don't really have to run a lot of cable and conduit and all of that stuff. You can kind of put a wireless sensor out on, say, a motor or a pump or something along those lines. But but yeah, I mean, your flow meters as well. But really, it kind of boils down to, do we have the hardware in place that's going to be able to give us the data that we need on the SCADA side of things? And then once you have that, it's really easy to come in and lay a SCADA system on top of that. And selfless plug here, I'll say Riot was really designed just for that plant that you're talking about that doesn't really have the budget to go in and do everything all at once. Let's kind of phase it all in. And that's really who we who we focus on and who we serve most. So with that system, I take it it goes into the plants, computers, get some flag alerts. Does it are there mobile apps attached to that where they can get alerts on their phone that something may be going haywire at the plant to go address it? Right. Absolutely. So we've got a couple of different products or a couple of different ways to go about that. But basically, a customer can host it themselves if they have the IT staff that is you know, capable of doing that. Or they don't have to. We also have a software as a service product that's just purely based in the cloud and a really turnkey solution for, for municipalities that don't have you know, a lot of infrastructure in place. But yeah, we'll put something you know, kind of like this little guy out there, a little gateway, and we'll mm -hmm. grab the data off the control system and we'll push it to the cloud or to their own data center if they're hosting it internally. And then mobile app that operators rely on kind of day in and day out, of course, web interface as well. But, you know, our numbers show that about 85 to 90 percent of our operators only use the mobile app. And wow. you know, that includes alarm call outs and everything like that. Yeah. So, I mean, people that that doesn't that surprise me. That doesn't right. surprise me now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, you, you're walking around the plant and you need to know what does this look like? Well, let me open up the app and here it is right there. OK, good enough for me. Let me keep going. Right. You can't always get back to the desk and open up the computer and or, you know, do some type of VPN connection into, a, a, you know, another SCADA system or anything like that. It's making, having an app is kind of a game changer for operators. So I'd asked you about costs, but I imagine that it's going to be on a case-by-case -case basis, depending on what exactly they're going to need. So when you were saying about the hardware monitoring, mm. is this something that your firm can help them source or provides you know, the things that can actually collect the data, or is that another layer to, you know, uh, bringing SCADA in that they have to go out and research the hardware separately? How does that work? Gotcha. Yeah, great. Really great question. And I'll say, so again, it's a hardware and software combination. Right. So our company does both, right? We have kind of two sides of the house. One side of the house is mainly focused on the hardware and the control systems and writing those programs and integrating those programs. And then the other side of the house is focused on the software and, you know, remotely integrating that and, and configuring that for customers and, and all of that fun stuff. So we, we really try to make that as easy as possible for uh, for operators because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, they've got plants to run and they don't necessarily right. have a lot of time to sit down and research all the technology that's out there. Yeah, so I've been seeing a lot more shift in the industry of going to the subscription base, like treatment yeah. as a service, software as a service because it does make it more affordable because there's not that huge capex right. up front. Like there might be, I'm thinking, you know, for the way that you're describing this, they may have to make some small investment for the hardware part of it. 
but it's not, would you, from everything that I'm understanding here from you, correct me if I'm wrong, that incorporating skater or phasing it in, it's not a major CapEx investment. You know, it used to be, right? And I'll say that it used to be. Oh, it is okay. No longer, that is no longer the case, right? It, well, that's it good news. To be that, yeah, it used to be that you had to go and, you know, buy a really hefty software package and then hire a really expensive integrator that would, you know, would install it on your servers and do all that stuff. And it used to be a large CapEx. It's not really the case anymore, especially with, you know, kind of advancements that have been made on the technology front of being able to, again, capture the data in the plant and then push it securely to the cloud. That makes things much more secure, much more efficient. And then that drives down the cost dramatically for our customers. Now, you know, because it's a big buzz term right now, where do you see SCADA going? I mean, like, is, is AI going to have an impact? Is that going to be woven into it? Yeah, absolutely. So we actually do that too. Uh, you know, I didn't want to lead with that. People, it's kind of funny. It's such a huge step forward that, you know, and everybody's talking about AI that, you know, you say the phrase AI and eyes kind of glass over and everything like that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right? But we do. So we do also, that's one of our products. So we have an AI module that's integrated into our primary Riot SCADA system. We also have Riot AI that can sit on top of other SCADA systems as well. And really at the end of the day, what that does is that gives the operator the ability to talk to the plant is really what it is, right? So the AI is going to take that all of that data. Let me take a step back. What we find in, in this industry, especially, is there's a, really two types of people, right? There's the person that loves data and understands what it's telling them, right? Understands what it means. And there's the person that kind of likes the idea of data, but has no idea what it's saying, right? If, if they had to, they would really struggle to look at a set of charts and find a positive correlation and you know tie the missing points together. What AI allows us to do is to take all of that data and put it in plain language and say, hey, this is what's going on in your plant. You might want to take a look at this, right? Or you should be aware that this trend has, I've been seeing this trend over the last couple of days or couple of hours, keep an eye on it right? Or you should really go take a look at that thing over there before it becomes a problem because it's mm. it's on its way to becoming a problem. But it puts it in plain language so that operators, you know, can look at just a basic assessment and then ask more clarifying questions and say, you know, tell me more about that trend, like what's really going on here and talk to their plant. It is a complete and total game changer. Uh, and so it's something that people are still a little bit afraid of. But again, you know, we've got a really skilled workforce that's retiring out, and we've got to attract a much younger workforce in order to serve the needs of, of you know our citizens into the future. Uh, and AI, I think, will will allow us to do that very effectively. I, I, you're preaching to the choir there. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, you're, you're right. the the new The new folks coming. If we want young people to find this career exciting, you know, most of them they've grown up with a cell phone in their hand from the time they were two years old. Absolutely. They want to work for a company that is progressive, that is using technology tools. They want this stuff. They expect this stuff right. in their workplace. And if it isn't there, then it's not going to be attractive to them. They're going to go into some other field that has all those, uh, you know, giddy gadgets, bells and whistles. Right. You know? Absolutely. You're, you're absolutely right. Well, I want to thank you for coming on the show and giving us this little, you know, I would call it Skata 101. I've sure. learned quite a bit. I hope other folks have that, you know, encourage people, take a look at this. 
We need to embrace technology, like you were saying, and not be afraid of it. In many, many ways, it is going to be our best friend as we move into the future. It's just because the way that we've always done it, does that mean that's the way we have to continue doing it? Mm, I don't think so. And so, Brad, thank you again. And if they want to learn more, how can they learn more about what uh, Ever Eversoft Technologies does and more about the Riot SCADA product? Yeah, absolutely. So, of course, we're on the internet, goeversolve.com and riotscada.com, where you can give us a call, 888-755-7573. Happy to, to help anybody and everybody. All right. Well, thank you again, folks, for tuning in. And until next time, keep it flowing. Thanks so much for joining me, the Doo Diva, on this week's episode of Smells Like Money. What stood out to you this week? Share your takeaways by leaving me a review. You can find out more about the new technologies, creating sustainable solutions and insights on how to succeed in our vital industry by subscribing to the show. Whether you want to learn about the latest trends in wastewater infrastructure, treatment or trenchless, you've got it all right here at Smells Like Money. If you're an industry expert and would like to be considered as a guest for the show, book a quick chat with me by visiting Calendly.com forward slash the Tuit group forward slash B dash A dash podcast dash guest, or simply click the link in the show notes below. Until next week, a big shout out to all my industry friends and those who will be. You are my superheroes. Thanks for tuning in, keeping it flowing, and we'll see you all next week.